You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. In today's gospel, we hear the Sermon on the Mount. And the Sermon on the Mount is possibly the most famous discourse Jesus ever delivered. It begins by saying that we are blessed or blessed if we are poor in spirit, reminding us that we are dependent on God for everything. And the most blessed, the happiest people, are those who recognize how poor they are apart from God. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the clean of heart. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the peacemakers. When we hear the Beatitudes, our first inclination may be to say, I can't do that. That's not the way I was raised. That's not the way I think. I'm strong. I'm self-sufficient. I'm a self-made person. I'm the captain of my own ship. This kind of thinking speaks to our pride and our lack of trust in God. St. Augustine was once asked to name the three most important virtues. And he answered this way, humility, humility, humility. Humility is the foundation of the Beatitudes. Humility is the common denominator in our blueprint for Christian living. With the Beatitudes, Jesus is telling us that the blessed are those who are not thinking of themselves all the time. The poor in spirit are those who realize they are not the center of the universe. God is. The clean of heart realize that other people don't exist simply to satisfy their selfish pleasures. The peacemaker is concerned about the needs of others. The merciful is concerned about the suffering of others. The mournful realize that their sinfulness affects those closest to them as well as the whole body of Christ, the church. The meek care about getting things done rather than seeking to get credit for doing those things. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness realize that their lives have a higher purpose and that they're part of God's greater plan. The Beatitudes are all about our attitude, our attitude toward God and others. Again, the person who is blessed puts God and others ahead of himself. Humility then opens us up to receiving God's gifts. Arrogance and pride, on the other hand, close us off, preventing us from receiving God's grace and blessings. The Beatitudes teach us to never forget that everything comes from God. And if we want to experience life the way God intends us to experience it, we must make humility the core of our being.
Again, in today's gospel, Jesus gives us a blueprint for Christian living. And that blueprint is based on our realization that we are totally dependent on God, not just for the gift of our lives, but also for the instruction and the guidance for what we should be doing with those lives. The Beatitudes are hard for our culture to accept. We live in a time when culture wants to do away with God. We live in a culture that equates humility with weakness. We live in a culture that professes that you should trust no one but yourself. But the Beatitudes teach us to have complete trust in God. And that is true humility. And so when it comes down to humility, if the essence of humility is thinking more about God and others than about ourselves, then growing in humility is something we have to do every day. Growing in humility then becomes a lifelong project. Mother Teresa kept a list of 15 ways, 15 ways to cultivate humility. She says, speak as little as possible about yourself. Keep busy with your own affairs and not those of others. Avoid curiosity, wanting to know things that don't concern you. Do not interfere in the affairs of others. Accept small irritations with good humor. Do not dwell on the faults of others. Accept criticism even if it is unmerited. Give in to the will of others. Accept insults and injuries. Accept contempt, being forgotten and disregarded. Be courteous and delicate even when provoked by someone. Do not seek to be admired and loved. Do not protect yourself behind your own dignity. Give in in discussions even when you think and you're sure that you're right. Choose always the most difficult task. St. Augustine once said it was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men and women angels. In our world, we often think of those who are blessed as those who are safe and healthy, productive and successful, financially secure, those who seem to be cruising through life with nary a care. When we count our blessings, though, we are usually counting those external things in our lives, like those I just mentioned. And it's not wrong to be grateful for these things, just as long as we realize that they are all gifts from God. But Jesus reminds us that as good as these things are, they are not the do-all, end-all of our existence. These things do not make us blessed. The ones who Jesus calls blessed are defined by internal characteristics. 
the characteristics of love, compassion, and humility. In all of our relationships with God and with others, humility is the key. It's the theme that runs through the Beatitudes. Humility is not an easy virtue to attain, but we're called to seek it and grow in it every day. God calls us to be humble, to be humble, to live in love with a preference for those who are more vulnerable than we are. And so prayer is an essential part of our growth in humility. Prayer turns us away from self and turns our attention toward God. Reading scripture reminds us that Jesus is the perfect example of humility. I was looking for a prayer that might help me personally focus on humility, and I found this just Googling on the internet. It's called the Litany of Humility. And it's a beautiful prayer. You can all find it by doing the same thing I did. Just Google it. And this is how it goes. From the desire of being esteemed, from the desire of being loved, from the desire of being extolled, from the desire of being honored, from the desire of being praised, from the desire of being preferred to others, from the desire of being consulted, deliver me, O Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, despised, forgotten, ridiculed or wronged, deliver me, O Jesus. The world will never understand or accept humility, but we do, because it was humility that Jesus used to save us. During every Mass, as the wine and water are poured into the chalice for consecration, the priest or the deacon quietly says these words, by the mystery of this water and wine, May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself, humbled himself to share in our humanity. Jesus was the poor in spirit, the clean of heart, the peacemaker, the merciful, the mournful, the meek one, the persecuted one, the one who hungered for righteousness. God expects us to do the same. Perhaps humility is God's favorite virtue. Amen. <laughs>